0: Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to continue in the chapter of Bathsheba, revealing some very powerful truths this this day that can certainly speak to each and every one of us. Let me pray for us as we begin. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, let us trust and obey, for there's no of the way, O oh God, to be happy in to, Je- to be happy in Jesus, Lord, we must trust and obey. Bless, Lord, our time now. In Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, uh, Church, looking at the uh, chapter in Bathsheba as we continue, we're going to turn to 2 Samuel, the twelfth chapter, and let me read from the Word of God. Here, as uh, some truths are revealed for us uh, beginning with verse 1 chapter 12 of 2nd Samuel when the Lord sent Nathan to David and he came to him and said to him there were two men in one city one rich and the other poor the rich man had exceedingly many flocks and herds but the poor man had nothing except one ewe lamb, uh, eel lamb, which had bought and nourished, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It ate of his own food and drank from his own cup and lay in his bosom, and it was like a daughter to him. And a traveler came to the rich man who refused to take from his own flock and from his own herd and to prepare one for the wayfaring man who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. And I'll stop there. Uh, with this parable that uh, Nathan offers to David this day, want to uh, offer some thoughts here. It says, Nathan's story of injustice and cruelty invokes all kinds of emotions from grief to anger. What arrogance for a man who has so much to take uh, from one who is adored, loved possession from someone who has very little. Not surprisingly, David saw the same way. David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, As surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. He must pay for that lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. And that's 2 Samuel twelve five through 6 And this is the one moment in the Bible that whenever I reread it, I cannot get one particularly uh, saucy daytime talk show out of my head. It's like hearing Nathan yelling, you are the father, but it do- doesn't go exactly like that. From 2 Samuel 12, 7-12, it says this, Then Nathan said to David, you are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house to you, and your master's wives into your arms. I gave you all of Israel and Judah, and all of this had been too little. I would have given you even more. And why did you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes? You struck down Uriah the Hittite, the sword, and took his wife to be your own. You killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore, the sword will never depart from your house, because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. This is what the Lord says, Out of your own household I am going to bring calamity upon you. Before your very eyes I will take your wives and give them to one who is close to you. And he will sleep with your wives in broad daylight. You did it in secret, but I do this very thing in broad daylight before all of Israel." And that's from 2 Samuel 12, 7-12. So, uh, just a little bit of commentary here. Like so many of us, David had assumed that in the story of his life, he was the hero, the good guy, the one who loved God and tried to do what was right. But without noticing it, David had become the rich man in Nathan's parable. Heedless of others careless with people's lives treating the less fortunate as objects to be used and expended at will he had to let uh, he had to <clears throat> let his army go off to war without him and he spent his free time ravishing the wife of a war comrade He arranged an honorable man's murder, and in the process betrayed even more of his loyal soldiers who fought to put him on the throne. So despite his riches, he stole from a man of integrity. And here's just something for reflection. How agonizing that must have been for David to realize what he had become. So sin, again... Uh, can lead us down an agonizing, destructive road. It was for David as it is for us. I'll leave it there. Go and reread this chapter, these verses, how this very story is our own story. Trust and obey. Repent. Offer what is God's. His So let me pray for us. Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, this uh, story of David's, Lord, uh, is most certainly our own story. As uh, the words here uh, beautifully capture how agonizing that must have been for David to realize what he had become. Are we looking in the mirror often, doing our own self-examination, Lord? Uh, claiming, offering unto you our own sin. What have we become? Are we more Christ-like? Are we more worldly? Lord, are we seeking you? Lord, seeking your counsel. Lord, uh, repenting of what sin we need to repent of. Lord, that is the question for us today. Guide us in all that we do. And we ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, have a wonderful and blessed day. And I will see you next week with a continuation of our chapter in Bathsheba. Take care.